What's going on, all my podcast listeners? See Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle bringing you another episode. And to be honest, it feels like it's been about a week. Feels like it's been a while. I think I had intended to make one a couple days ago, but it just really felt like shit. I got like 15 minutes into it, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna go to bed. So, didn't even finish it. Anywho. I don't really know where to get started, but I guess I'll get started with this interview process that I had with this other job. And it's a place that sells pizza and wings, and I was thinking, okay, you know, this could be a good little part-time job, or maybe a full-time job, or, you know, I just wanted to see where, what the possibilities were. You know, because if I can make a little bit more hours there versus where I'm working at now, it would make up for it. Actually, it would kind of balance itself out because I'd be getting paid $2 less an hour. And so anyways, I go to this interview and it was the most shit show interview that I've ever had in my life. This fucking guy was like... I don't even know. He was... It was like he was, like his mom owned the place, or his dad owned the place, or something. Some pencil neck kid, fucking 30 years old, trying to open up a business. And there's a difference between people that try and open up a business, and, you know, there's a difference between people that try and open up a business that are just pencil neck fuckers. I don't know. People that are blue collar that try to open up a business, it's a lot different. You get in with those rich fucks, their mom and dad has money, it's also a complete difference. So, and that's what this kid seemed like. He seemed like he didn't know a lick about the business. He didn't know a lick about what was going on around there with his own business. And the interview process was so fucking fucked up. Like, first of all, back in my day, back in the old days, when I first started working, 18 years old, not even that, even 21, I can remember, 25, generally everywhere that I applied was, one person was given the interview. One person, whether it was HR, whether it was the general manager, whatever. I don't really like interviews to begin with because of my anxiety, but... when you have two people that are there, that kind of raises your anxiety without even thinking about it, to be honest. And, um, so anyways, I walk in to this, to this pizza pub thing, whatever you want to call it. I'm not going to say their name, but, um, you know, I walk in and I say, Well, first of all, as soon as I walk in, I see like five, six girls standing at this front counter doing nothing. Doing absolutely nothing. Five or six girls just standing there. They're not filling anybody's drinks. They're not, you know, cleaning up or anything or rolling silverware. They're just standing at the front counter. And I go up to the front counter and I say, I'm here for my interview. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they ask me if I want a table or a booth. 
And I said, well, I don't care. I'm just I'm here for my interview. And she's like, oh, you're here for your interview? Yes, I'm here for my interview. You know, like, it shouldn't be that difficult. So, anywho, I go, I, the guy comes walking out like he's a mob boss or something, like he's somebody important. And I can already tell by looking at him how he holds himself, his composure. I'm like, yeah, this guy's a fucking dweeb, you know? So then, as I'm getting ready to sit down, this other guy walks out of the back and he joins us at this table. And he's like, oh, by the way, this is my cook. This is my cook. Now, what I was going to be hired for was dough prep and shit like that. Basically doing all their bitch work for them because they don't want to do it. I was like, okay, maybe this could still work out, but let's see, you know. So, again, the fucking dude, the cook that was standing at the, sitting at the table, he didn't say shit the whole time, so I don't even know what his purpose was of being there, except to judge you. So, because I know when they go in the back, that's what they're going to be doing after the interview. What do you think about that guy? Oh, I think he was a little weird. Or I think he was, you know... That's all they're doing is judging you. You know, they asked me what kind of experience I had. Well, if you look at my resume on Indeed, then you would know what kind of experience I have. You know? So I told him, I'm a shift lead at a pizza place right now. And I'm just looking for somewhere to, you know get out of this place pretty much and then you asked me what other kind of experience do I have I said well I mean it's kind of a long ways ago you know whenever I was 18 years old I'm 32 gonna be 33 but I worked at Papa Murphy's making pizzas making dough uh, I worked nine years at a gas station you know and I've cooked for Lime Street Cafe. I've made food before. I've been a side hand chef, a sous chef. And he's still, you can just tell, he was, he was not impressed. I don't know why he wasn't impressed. I think that their expectations are way too high. And um, so anyways, I asked him, well, when do you get paid? Is it every week or is it every two weeks? He's like, oh, it's every week. But he didn't seem too sure about it. And then he said, well, I don't know if it's Tuesdays or Wednesdays or what. And I'm thinking to myself, you're the owner and you don't know when people get paid. So I said, well, how much is the pay rate? And he says $14 an hour. <clears throat> Damn. Got a frog in my throat. $14 an hour here where I live is very low. It's minimum wage. They just raised minimum wage to $14.75 or $14.50 or something like that. And you still got these little businesses that are trying to get away with paying people $14 instead of $14.75. Or instead of just paying them $15 or $16, you know. <clears throat> Can I get this frog out of my throat? I gotta take a shot. So, anywho, I make 16 an hour where I work now. I get about 35 
hours, maybe a little less, maybe a little more, but I want a solid 40 hours. Eight hour days, five days a week, it's not that hard. And so for me to take a $2 pay cut doesn't sound like a big deal to people like him that are rich. But when you're a tightwad like that, you fuck over yourself from finding good help, pretty much. Because if you're not willing to pay me $2 more an hour for the little bit of experience that I have and whatnot, then, then who do you think in their right mind is going to take $14 and be a hard worker and, you know... I mean, I could literally go to McDonald's right now and be a shift lead and make 17 an hour. So, they're dying for shift leads. Hmm. Good old 1800. Hmm. Lordy day. So... <clears throat> I, um, he didn't ask me anything like, well, what do you like to do in your spare time? Or, you know, important questions like that. Or, and it was just a really weird interview. <clears throat> and at the end, when I asked him how much the pay rate was and everything, I said, yeah, that's going to probably be a problem. And that's probably what made him decide that he didn't want to hire me because I'm not willing to take 14 an hour. If you want to give me 15 maybe or 16, maybe. I have no idea how many hours I'm going to get working for you. You could give me 20 hours. And then not only am I making $14 an hour at 20 hours, but you know, I could be making $16 an hour at 35 hours. So, it's a big difference. So, even to put it into perspective for you, because a lot of people just, they don't, they're not good at math. Nobody wants to do math. If you are getting paid $2 less an hour, and you're working 30-hour weeks, not 40 hours, if you're working a 30-hour week, you're missing out on $250 a month. And again, that doesn't sound like a lot, you know, for some people. To me, that's a lot of money. That's grocery money and maybe a little bit more. I could spend $150, $200 at the store and, and get by for the rest of the month, you know. So that's a lot of money to me. Not only that, but I have a weed habit that I'm trying to kick, I'm trying to cut down on. So $250 worth of weed is like, I can spend $140 a month on weed and still have more left over. So that's like a month and a half, two months worth of weed. So, anywho, you got to know when to hold them, you got to know when to fold them, you know. And at the end of this interview, I told him, you know, well, I'll think about it, and, you know, 
you can give me a call in a day or two if if you want to follow up with this, if you want to do anything more, if you want to negotiate, pretty much. And he had the, the nerve and the balls to say, well, how we do it is if we want you, we give you a call back. And I'm thinking in my mind, that's not how it works. You know, if I want to fuck with you, then I'll give you a call back. I'm not desperate, you know, I guess you could say. And there's a difference between interviewing when you're desperate and you need a job, you're unemployed, you gotta pay your bills, you gotta find something, you know. And there's a difference between that and somebody who already has a job, who's making 16 an hour, and can't afford to really have a pay cut. It was a mile closer to work. It was, it was 2.6 miles to to ride my bike there instead of 3.6 so five miles a day versus seven miles a day and I was like well that sounds like a pretty good deal to me but everything isn't always what it seems to be and if you're really experienced about shit if you've been around the block a few times been through some interviews you know when you walk in somewhere on if it's gonna be ran by a fucking idiot or if it's a pretty legit place it's, they've got their feet grounded I would be pissed at myself if I just quit this job and got over at this job and it wasn't what I wanted not only is it not what I wanted but I'm making less money and I'm getting worked twice as hard and I really feel bad for these young kids because these young kids don't have any morals. They don't have any principles or standards. They just accept whatever they can. Me, I don't fuck around. When we're talking business, we're talking business. And that's what I told them when I sat down at that table. Went to go sit down and I said, hey, let's talk some business. Because that's what it all comes down to. If I'm making you money... If I'm one of the only things making sure that your company is flowing, then you should cherish that. You should treasure that. You should embrace that. You should welcome that, you know. These fucking young, dumb idiots that are trying to invest money in these companies, they're not going to be open in the next ten years. They probably won't be open in the next five years, to be honest. And with the way that everything is priced... Because I did my little research. I got online on Google. Google Photos, Google Maps, whatever. And I looked at their menu prices and shit. Some of their shit's $45, $55 for some wings. I'm like, you guys are high as a kite. There's nobody that's going to pay that. And if they do, then they're just rich fuckers that deserve to be taken advantage of. So... Anywho, I kind of felt like Gus Fring off of Breaking Bad. I don't know if anybody's ever watched Breaking Bad, but the way that I hold myself in an interview is uh, like Gus Fring off of Breaking Bad. I go in, 
I don't sit until they sit. Sometimes I shake their hand depending on how respectful they look. Sometimes I look them in the eyes. Um, but every time that I talk in an interview, it's strictly business. And you gotta you gotta pitch yourself. You gotta you gotta make it to where they want to hire you. And some people you're not gonna be able to budge. They're not gonna give a fuck. And that's just because they don't know how worthy you really are at the end of the day. They don't know you. They don't know how much of a hard worker you are. At the end of the day, his excuse was, if it's not a corporate business, you're not going to get anything more than 14 an hour. And that's a lie. That's a fucking lie. I get paid 16 an hour right now from a corporate business. So, McDonald's pays their shift lead 17 hours from a corporate business. There's many, many small restaurants, especially, you know, uh, I don't want to say hole-in-the-wall restaurants, but private restaurants who have good head chefs, good sous chefs, and make very good meals, five-course meals. They get paid good. And it's a small business, so what's your excuse? And the reason why they get paid good is because they do a good job. Because they cook good, they bring the customers back. And so all these... I don't care if you're a big business, small business, or what. If you don't pay your workers good, you're as good as dead. I've already said this before in the past. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care how many businesses you have. If you don't have any workers to run those businesses, you don't have shit. You have nothing. You have an empty shell of a business. That's all you have. So, you might look like... You know, you might flaunt yourself like you want to be important, or you want to be rich, or you want to be... I see right through that shit. I see right through it. Money talks, bullshit walks. So... If you are running your own business... Don't be a fucking Taiwan. Certain things you're just going to have to pay more money for. Whether it's the food, whether it's paying your workers. You're going to have to splurge and spend the extra money. And you're going to make it back in profit. So I don't know why all these people are so uptight about money. Because they're going to make it back. They act like they're taking a loss. You know, when you're charging $55 on wings and shit like that. How could you fucking lose profit on that? You know what I'm saying? That's way overpriced. And the same thing with their hamburgers and shit. I can't remember. I didn't really... can't remember. I know I looked, but... $25 or $22 for a fucking hamburger meal with fries is fucking crazy. That's highway robbery. If you can't charge about 12 bucks or 14 bucks for a fucking burger... Then you're doing something wrong. You're doing something way wrong. And honestly, people keep talking about how food costs are going up, blah, blah, blah. 
you're charging $14 for a hamburger and some fries, you're still going to be making probably $6 profit, at least. A lot of people like to talk about how expensive it is for meat and all this other bullshit. They get it in wholesale. Every business usually gets it in wholesale, first of all. So, hamburger meat that might cost you and me $7 a pound only costs them like $3 a pound, 4 or $5 a pound, who knows. And they're not making whole pound burgers, I can tell you that. They're making quarter pound burgers. So, even if I was to buy it at $8 a pound, and I divide that up into four quarters, quarter pound patty, quarter pound patty, quarter pound patty, quarter pound patty. So, you've done made $88 off of four sandwiches when it only costed you $7 to fucking make them. And let's say you throw in some tomatoes, you throw in some lettuce, $10 to make them. So you're making eight times more profit than what it's worth, you know? It's crazy. It's crazy when you actually do the math and you think about it. <clears throat> and then they get away with just paying you $14 an hour. It's crazy. It's absolutely bananas. I used to talk to this one kid that worked at McDonald's, um, and I think he got a better job or made it out of there, but he was talking to me one day and he said, you know, if you think about it this way, because I think at the time he was only getting paid $8.25, um, like I said, minimum wage now is 14 something, so... But he said, if you think about it this way, I get paid $8.25 an hour for a whole hour. And let's say in that whole hour during lunch rush or dinner rush, they have 200 orders. And he said each burger could be, each burger that he makes is probably $8. So he gets paid $8 an hour at that point. And each burger that he's make is $8. Except for the stupid McDoubles, fries. But, you know, you gotta think. People add on chicken nuggets, they add on fries, they add on $5 smoothies and shit. So, they get a lot more. Corporate America gets a lot more than when they're willing to pay people. That's the reason why it's so hard to find good workers nowadays. Because nobody wants to show up to work and be miserable. And that's exactly what you're going to get if you take $14 an hour. It's just misery. So it doesn't take a degree to figure that out. That's why a lot of these businesses, they don't like to interview older people in their 30s, 40s, 50s. They like to interview young teenagers for the job. Because they know these teenagers need the money. They don't know, you know, they don't have the experience or wisdom that I have. So they're probably going to take it. Hmm.
tell you this. There's a job right now. If I had a car. And I'd have to wake up and drive 45 minutes to work probably. I don't care. 45 minutes there, 45 minutes home. I don't care. It's an hour and a half driving every day. And I don't care. They make $26 an hour starting out. My brother-in-law was talking to me about it. He was saying, you know, he could get me on, but I'd have to have a car. And so that's kind of my next, my next thing is to get a car, quit smoking weed, get this job. $26 an hour starting out. He's a supervisor now, but it's plenty of room for growth and improvement and uh, promotions. And actually a lot of their people are on strike. So we get, they get paid $500 a day because nobody wants to work. So my brother-in-law is making what he usually makes plus $500 a day. That is good money. $500 a day. That is crazy. Depending on how long they strike. If they only strike for a week, that's okay. But if they were to strike for a month, two months, that is fucking $500 a day for two months. That's crazy. Let me do the math. Let me do the math. $500 a day times 60 days is $30,000. $500 a day times 30 days is $15,000. And $500 a day times a half a month is $7,500. So, let's just say they went on strike for a week. That's $3,500 that he made extra for a week. Plus what he already makes, the $26 an hour. Well, he probably makes more than that since he's a supervisor. But let's just say the $3,500 plus $26 an hour times 40 hours. That's $4,600 in a week. $4,600 in one week. Now, if it was to go on for two weeks, for 14 days, or half a month, it would be $9,280 that he made in two months. Ten grand in two months. And that's because everybody's on strike. But even if, you, if they're not on strike, you do the math... Um, it's probably more than that for him because like I said he makes more than 26 an hour but if I was to make 26 an hour 40 hour weeks for a whole month it's $4,100 and that's about three times more than what I make maybe four times I don't know I would say it's about three times more So, if you do the math, um, 4100 times a year is $49,000. 50 grand, almost. 
do a year of that. I could buy a brand new Sprinter van, redo the inside of it. I do two years of working. I could have my Sprinter van. I could have 50 grand in my bank to live off of. And if I did three years, you know, it just it just keeps getting better and better and better. So five years of working at that plant would give me enough money to live comfortably for a long time. A long time. Let's just see. Let's just see. Let's see. $26 an hour times 40 times 4 times 12 times 5 is $250,000. So I can have 250 grand in 5 years. Give or take, because i got to pay taxes, but if you divide that, if you divide 250 grand by 10 years, that gives you $24,000 a year to live off of. I could take a 10 year break, find a better job, maybe, you know, go on a little road trip, find myself. And get back into it if I wanted to, but I really need a break. I really need a break. And the only way to get a break is to get ahead. And for the past 10 years, I haven't been getting ahead. I've just been kind of getting along, and um, something's got to change. Something's got to change. And it's crazy how I can make $10 more an hour working at a plant that makes vegetable oil than what I would be in a shift lead or an assistant manager for a corporate business. I think that most corporate managers assistants should be getting $18, $20 an hour, period. You don't get a raise or anything, but you get $20 an hour. And that's a good fucking wage. People will not care if they're going to get a, a raise or not if they make 20 an hour. So, you know, you get these corporate people like my job that hired me in for 16 I should have had a raise in December. So I talked to her about it, and I kind of brought it up, but she was making up excuses on why they didn't want to give it to me, saying that we had customer complaints and shit. When are you not going to have a customer complaint in a pizza place? Because nowadays, people just try and get away with getting free shit. So. I never received my pizza, or my pizza was cold, or my pizza was supposed to have pepperoni and sausage on it, and it only had pepperoni. When you know damn good and well, you boxed it, you sent it out, you know it had fucking pepperoni and sausage. So, people call up there, say it was fucked up, and I can't just sit there and call them a liar, so, gotta give them free credit. <laughs> 
gotta give them free credit. That's the fucking crazy thing. These businesses are losing so much money on the free shit they're giving out. And then they're losing more money on man hours because people like me have to work harder. People that I work with have to work harder. So we don't get to do other important tasks that we need to do. Anywho, I'm just kind of gliding along, just kind of getting by until I can save up some money to get a car. And I don't want to get a car right now because paying rent six fifty a month plus paying for insurance plus paying for gas that's a lot of money. It's probably close to like nine hundred dollars, thousand dollars a month. And then you gotta figure in your groceries, three hundred, two hundred, whatever. That only gives you two or three hundred to save. Two or three hundred a month times ten months is two or three thousand. So that's not enough money. And that's the way that corporate America keeps people enslaved. To keep people working for them. Because when you're working 40 hours a week or 35 or 30 how can you get out there and look for another job you know if you're working five days a week how can you get out there and look for another job even on your days off I mean one day off I spend doing laundry and cleaning and everything and then the next day off I spend relaxing spending time with my family looking for other jobs maybe But then if I wanted to set up an interview or anything to go to, I would, you know, be working for the whole next week. I don't know. There's somebody who tried to contact me about working at a vape store. And, again, I don't know. It seems like a, seems like a scam. Making 14 an hour. You don't know how many hours you're going to make. It's a vapor shop. So, how many people, how busy is it going to be at a vapor shop versus a pizza joint? It's not going to be that busy. So, I don't know. I know what it's like to struggle. I know what it's like to live off of nothing. I know what it's like to pay bills and barely get by. And I don't want to fucking do that. I don't want to be like that anymore, you know. That's the reason why I can't go backwards. I got to go forwards. If I was going to go backwards, I would just go back to my working at that little taco joint that I was working at. Easy job. Simple job. Relatively close to my mom's house. I like their food and everything. Um, It was a good little part-time job. But... You gotta be an adult sometimes and you gotta realize that I need more than that. I can't, you know, settle for that. So I got bills to pay, I gotta get ahead, and this just isn't gonna work. So 
people need to start holding themselves to a higher standard. Period. It really says a lot about you. If you're going to let somebody con you into working for $14 an hour, you're basically saying, okay, I'm fine to be your little bitch. To be your little slave for $14 an hour. That's basically what you're saying. And they know that. They know that. When you go in for the interview and you're like, <clears throat> well, how much is the pay? And they're like, 14 And you're like, oh, okay. That sounds fine to me. Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe you're like me and it doesn't sound good. But either way, they want you, they want to find desperate people. Especially these little side hand small businesses. They want to find desperate people. Now, like I said, I can make $14 an hour or more working at McDonald's. It's not going to be as chaotic. It's not going to be as hectic as working for a small business that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. <clears throat> I could probably go downtown and deliver sandwiches on my bicycle because yes they let you do that and make more money off tips and everything than what I would as working at that place and Jimmy John's is only open like noon to six downtown so I know they gotta go in there and prep shit and whatnot but even from noon to six, that's pretty much the kind of hours that I work now at the pizza place. Six hour shifts. Some days it's a little bit longer, but I mean, I'm cool with working six days a week, six hours a day. 36 hours, you know. I'm cool with that, but I know somebody that was doing bicycle delivery downtown and they were getting $80 in tips a day. $80 a day. That's more than what most restaurants are going to pay you for a whole day's work. I haven't done the math in a while, but last time I checked it was like 60 bucks a day. If you work, you know, pretty decent job. Long story short, I've been having a problem with my wisdom tooth. Um, I'll get into that in a minute, but first things first is I want to talk about <laughs> my dumbass co-worker today. I mean, he's a good guy and everything, but some people do some stupid shit. And we work right across the street from a liquor store, and... This kid, he's 17, whatever, 18, I don't know. Not old enough to drink. But, um, he's been going in there and stealing shots. Shots of liquor. He's gotten away with it a few times, you know. And one day, he came back over and he was bragging about how he's so good at stealing, blah, blah, blah. He's been doing it for years. 
I'm like, hey, man, whatever, you know. I go over there, I pay for my shit, so. If you think you're good at stealing or whatever, that's cool. Keep doing what you're doing, but. So he said today he was going to go over there and steal some bottles of liquor, little shots. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. <laughs> he said, well, how about I, I steal you a couple too? And I'm like, hey, if you want to steal some and then you want to give me one, that's up to you. If you want to steal them, keep them to yourself, that's up to you. I'm not condoning on it, but... You know, if you do go over there and steal something, get me some fucking tequila or something, right? <laughs> I, you know, I don't really care one way or the other. Because like I said, these businesses, they're making hand over fist profit. Hand over fist. Something that's fucking, you know... Shit, I can't even tell you. You know, you walk into this liquor store, there's bottles that are probably $150, you know. And so anyways, he goes over there, he's, he tells me I'm going across the street. I'm like, okay, I'm going to hold down this, keep making pizzas until you get back. So he's taking a while, he's taking a while. I'm like, hey, where the fuck is he at, you know. He should have done been back by now. So I walk over to cut table, I'm starting to cut pizzas, putting them in the boxes, and I hear the phone ring. And I walk over and I look at it, because I'm pretty busy, and I look at the caller ID and it says, liquor store is calling. And I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. So I answered the phone and <laughs> she wants to speak to a manager. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm the assistant. Is there anything I can help you with? And she's like, no, we want to talk to the actual manager, manager. Like, oh, okay. Hold on a minute. I knew at that point in time that he was caught. He got caught stealing. And so basically, yeah, that's what she told the general manager was um, caught him stealing some shit, supposedly. They couldn't necessarily say what he was stealing, but they said they didn't want any people from our business going over there anymore. Which is a total crock, because, like I said, I pay for my shit. Every time I go over there, I pay for mine. So, they can't tell me to leave. I'm going to go over there probably the day after tomorrow and see. But if that is the case, and they want to be a little bitch, and they want to kick me out too over somebody else, it is what it is. I'll spend my money somewhere else. So... I've gone there religiously, I've spent my money there religiously, so if they want to miss out on that business every other night, that's up to them. I mean, honestly, there's no way for them to know that I work at the same place because I don't wear a hat, I don't wear a jacket, you know, I put a jacket over my shirt. For all they know, I'm unemployed. Anywho cop showed up eventually because they said they were going to call the cops and a cop showed up to my job and ordered a pizza 
thought it was hilarious, but he ordered a pizza, and after he was done, he said, hey, can I talk to him for a minute? So I went back there, I told him, after you're done making that pizza, go talk to him. He said, all right. So he went up there, and the cop asked him, he said, what were you trying to steal? And he told him, and he said that he offered to pay for it, but he's not of age, he's... 17 or 18 so the cop said well how much did you steal how much money did you have and I don't know what else was said but the cop pretty much told him <clears throat> I pre I'm pretty sure he told him that you're not allowed over there anymore you know uh, he's lucky he didn't get taken to jail to be honest since they passed these new laws here everything's a little bit more relaxed for criminals just like California so anywho I've had this problem with my wisdom tooth um, and I, at first I didn't know it was my wisdom tooth because of all the pressure and the pain and everything I have a cracked tooth that I've had for years it's not fully cracked down the middle but it's got a little crack in it, and I've had sealant put on it before in the past, when I was younger, but I've just kind of been dealing with it for years, just being cracked, and it hasn't given me any problems. So, when I started feeling this pain and throbbing and stuff in that tooth, I thought that's, that's what the problem was, you know, it was my cracked tooth. Anywho... It wasn't. It was actually my wisdom tooth that was coming through. And it was pushing on both of those other teeth. And trying to squeeze its way through. And eventually it did. I don't know how long it's been now. I think it's been about a week, maybe a week and a half. I don't know. And I got my family members, like my mom, my cousin, they're like, you just need to go to the dentist, you just need to go to the dentist. You just need to have them pull that shit out, you know, blah, blah, blah. And see, the thing is with dentists, they're just there to make money. Even the community dentists, they're just there to make money. They get paid by the state, whatever. They do a shitty job, it doesn't matter, they're still getting paid. I don't trust community dentists. I don't trust any dentist because you have to be really fucking good. I've heard horror stories about how dentists just cracks a tooth next to another tooth and they gotta take that one out. Fuck that shit. So I put it off, I put it off, continued brushing and everything, rinsing my mouth out, and doing shots of tequila because, believe it or not, I don't like tequila. I really don't, but tequila helps with the swelling and the pain and everything. It, it, it works like ibuprofen or acetaminophen when it comes to swelling. Um, it kills off all the bacteria that's in there and it's just all around a good natural thing to take. It's made with the agave plant, it's just, it's natural. so. Anywho, 
been doing that. I've been doing that. And now it's gotten to the point where my wisdom tooth has just went around both of those teeth. Instead of going straight through them, pushing them out of place, it just kind of redirected and went into its own spot in the back of my uh, jawline. And luckily, I got enough space back there. I don't have a lot. I really don't have a lot. I probably could use a little bit more space, but <clears throat> I've got enough space for that wisdom tooth to pull through. I can tell you that. And so, I can rub my tooth back there and actually feel it coming in. My wisdom tooth. That's crazy. And it's the same thing that happened on my left side, because this is going on on my right side. But on my left side, my wisdom tooth was trying to come in, and I just ignored it. You know, and it went away. So... Even if it's stuck in my gum somewhere, trapped in there, I don't care. It's not bothering me. It's not infected. Until I actually need to remove them, I'm not removing them. So, I'm 35 years, or 32 years old. And anybody past the age of 23, I think it's 23 has a very high risk of having the nerves and shit wrapped around the jawbone so either way I'm kinda of fucked whether I wait longer and let it get taken out or whether I get them taken out now I'm still gonna have the same amount of risk of having nerve damage so I'm just gonna play it I'm just gonna play it period probably going to end up making another podcast to be honest since I haven't made one in a while um, I don't know how long it's going to be could be 10 minutes for all I know um, but I'm at the 50 minute mark and a little while back we were having troubles with once it gets to the 55 minute mark it starts glitching out and everything so don't really want to have to do this whole hour podcast over again. So we're going to just make it a second episode and after that we're going to call it a day. So until the next one, it was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun. Deuces.